Welcome to the NASCAR Field Filler Podcast, where you can get the latest results, fantasy picks, and news every week in the NASCAR racing world. We just got one more spot left to fill, so let's give it to our host. Here he is, Vanilla Wafers. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the back of the field. This is Vanilla Wafers, and thank you for tuning in to the Field Filler Podcast. Now, I do understand. I need to apologize in advance. We are a day late here on this episode, but I'm pretty sure you can hear why, because I unfortunately got the bug once again. Two times in one month, I am sick. Uh, <laughs> I, I hate it. I absolutely hate it. But this one seems to be affecting my voice way worse than the last one. However, I do want to talk about the fancy picks here for this weekend. It is Road America. It is also 4th of July weekend. So hopefully you guys have a lot of fun things planned for this weekend. Uh, but Road America is a track that a lot of people are talking about for multiple reasons. One, road course races have seemed to be very exciting when it comes to the next-gen car. Sonoma is kind of one of those unique road course events where it doesn't race like other racetracks. But when we watched Circuit of the Americas, that was an absolute blast. Road America last year, absolute blast. And the biggest thing is, this might be the last race of Road America in the Cup Series for quite a long time. I mean, they've been talking about releasing the 2023 schedule here within the next couple of weeks. And the biggest one they keep talking about is Road America is going to get replaced. Road America is going to get replaced. And I think a lot of people are panicking about that because we really enjoy this racetrack. I know it's super long. It's a really long racetrack. So when a caution happens, it's the most devastating thing because we got to wait 15 minutes before we see another green flag but you know what it it provides fun racing the drivers love it the fans love it so to see it get um taken away from us so quickly it literally came to us in 2021 in the cup series and after two races it's gonna disappear that's gonna stink so but hopefully maybe they watch this race and it's an exciting race similar to circuit of the americas and they're just like holy crap what are we doing guys we need to add this race onto the schedule and keep it on the schedule we shall see but We got a lot of exciting things to talk about here for this weekend. I think I'm going to be doing the fancy picks just a little bit different from usual. For longtime listeners, you already know I have five drivers who I pick who deserve to be a number one or number two pick. Then I have drivers who I think are going to be number three, number four picks, meaning they're they're going to be running around in the top ten, score a few stage points here and there. But for the most part, they're not going to be running for a victory, but you still want them on your fantasy team. And then three drivers you might want to take a chance on here. I'm going to change that up a little bit. I think it's going to be a little easier on my voice. Last thing I want to do is keep saying the same thing over and over and keep uh, having a scratchy voice in the middle of it. I think that's just going to be really, really annoying for you guys. But this is what I want to do here for this weekend in Fantasy Picks. I want to go through every single driver entered into the Cup Series race. All the way starting from driver number one, which is Ross Chastain, going all the way through the field to driver number 99 of Daniel Suarez. And I'm going to put him probably in five different categories. We'll, we'll figure this out as time goes by. But the top category that a driver could be in is... They're going to be running for the victory. The second one is probably going to be uh, running in the top ten. Third spot is worth a spot on your fantasy roster. Fourth, uh, pump the brakes on this one. And then fifth, stay the hell away from them. I think those are good five categories to include for every single driver because 
it will give us a vast uh, variety and also give a lot of the listeners my opinion on every single driver here in this race. And (laughs) it's going to put a lot of pressure on me because for all we know, I could get all 36 picks incorrectly. I think it's going to be really far-fetched for that to happen, but (laughs) it could give me my, it could show everyone my true knowledge here of every single race. And I think it's going to be a lot of fun. And like I said, going to give a recognition to a lot of drivers and give you guys a lot of options to go with here at Road America. But without further ado, let's dive into it. This is this week's Fancy Picks for the Quick Trip 250 at Road America. Okay, so let's first start off with how we're going to determine which drivers are going to be good for this weekend and which drivers we're going to want to stay away from. Uh, so definitely road course finishes in the past are going to play a big factor, especially the races with the next-gen car. Uh, you obviously want to take those into consideration. And then also we also have practice speeds already lined up here for the Road America race. Kind of a little bit of a benefit for me being a little bit late. I can run off of these ones and not feel like a complete idiot when I realize, oh shoot, things didn't work out as to how I thought they were going to be. But let's first start off with driver number one, and that is Ross Chastain. Now, I already know a lot of people have already picked Ross Chastain for quite a few races. I think I only got like two picks less for him. And a lot of people are wondering, well, which racetracks are we going to want to use him then? Well, I'll tell you what, when it comes to these road course races, he is definitely going to be a front runner. And I think it's more reliable that he's going to be a front runner in these races rather than intermediate tracks or short tracks. Now, one thing to consider, and I know a lot of people are thinking about this, is road courses don't provide nearly as much fantasy points compared to other races. Obviously, people who are going to be running for the victory at, let's say, a mile and a half track, they're probably going to be finishing in the top three in stage one, the top five in stage two, and then running for the victory. At that point, they're like at 50 plus points. Here at road courses, usually stage points are not considered that much. Usually, they'll go down pit road with three laps to go in a stage and not score any fantasy points, and you'll have someone from the back just be able to sneak their way in and get maybe a couple of fantasy points here or there. So that's something you're really going to have to consider with Ross Chastain, I think he's going to be running near the front. I still think he's a top pick, but if you want to save him for another race and hope that he can score you more than 50 points, well, maybe there's some other races to consider, but do keep in mind, right now at this point, I think that one, number one card is just going to be going for victories, and if you're trying to find races that he's going to be running near the front, this is one of them. Ross Chastain, definitely a driver who's going to be running for the victory here at Road America. <laughs> Now let's move on to the number two machine. That is Austin Sindrick, one of the best running rookies of the 2022 season of all the top three divisions. He won the Daytona 500. Is he going to get another victory here soon? Well, if it's going to come in the 2022 season, it's going to be at a road course. And one race he did really good in his rookie season, and I really, really got upset that he ran into some mechanical problems, was here at Road America last year. He was right near the front, he led a couple of laps, and then all of a sudden, bam, something breaks on his car in the back straightaway, and he has to go back straightaway, back half of the track, let's just say that, and he was not able to finish the race. Well, we've already seen what he can do at road courses. He's had some very impressive finishes at the Indianapolis uh, road course that they've had in both the Xfinity Series and the Cup Series. I think he ran really well the Sonoma race as well as Circuit of the Americas. I know he led a few laps in uh, one of those races. And then when you look at practice, he finished fourth 
really good uh, speed. There was only three drivers who were slightly ahead of him. He has a really good race car, and things are looking really good for that number two team. They're making a lot of improvements in the right direction. I don't know. I think at the very least, he's going to be running around the top 10, but he could also be in that top category too next to Ross Chastain. So Austin Sendrick, I think he's a good number two, number three pick here for this weekend and one that you definitely want to use on your fantasy rosters. It's not going to be a replacement for a driver that you've used a lot more. He's just going to do really good in this race. Austin Dillon in the number three. Whew. It's been a bad 22 season for him. He's struggled a lot. I feel like he hasn't been a front runner in hardly any race. Maybe a top 10 competitor in like one or two at the most. But just really has fallen off. And it's just mostly been him. I mean, his other partner has had some really good races here and there. But there's nowhere for Austin Dillon to be found. And at the road courses, it's the same exact thing. Out of all the road courses he has raced in the past couple of years... His best finish is a 10th place, and that was Circuit of the Americas here this year. So many people are just like, oh, man, he could be a top 10 runner. I mean, he got a 10th place here this year. That's the next-gen car. Yeah, that may be true in a sense, but I think for the most part, yeah, you're not going to be going with Austin Dillon. I don't think it's a God-no um, answer, but it's definitely, hey, pump the brakes. I don't think he's going to be worth a fancy spot here this weekend. Practice speeds right now are running around 17th position. He usually runs on average in the 15th, 16th position. Yeah, I don't think Austin Dillon's going to be a viable option here this weekend at Road America. The number four of Kevin Harvick. Ah, the 2014 champion. Things have been slightly getting better for Stuart Haas Racing, and you can kind of see it with Kevin Harvick. But does that mean he's going to be worth a fantasy spot here this weekend? Well, let's look at his past few finishes. Circuit of the Americas, he did finish 11th. That's a really good run for him. Fourth place finish at Sonoma. But wait a minute. Let's look at his practice speeds. Ooh, ooh, oh my gosh. It is 32nd fastest. And his last finish here at Road America, 27th. I don't really think Kevin Harvick's going to be a viable option. I don't think he's going to be someone that you are petrified of even looking at and considering here in this race. But uh, other than that, I don't see anything great coming out of Kevin Harvick. He's probably going to be sitting out on the bench here this weekend when it comes to fantasy rosters. You're hitting the brakes on him, and you're staying away from Kevin Harvick here for this weekend. That doesn't mean he's going to have a horrible race. I just don't think it's going to be worthy enough as fantasy value. Next up, we have the number five of Kyle Larson. Now, Kyle Larson's been an interesting driver here this entire 2022 season. He has been like number one for almost every single race. Anytime you look at Vegas books, they're just like, oh, Kyle Larson is the favorite to win. He's the favorite to win. And I think finally now that hype's starting to die down that, hey, this is not 2021. He's not winning every single race. He's not even a front competitor for every single race. So what do we expect from him here at Road America? Well, let's look at his past few finishes here this year at road courses, a 29th place finish and a 15th place finish. At the race at Sonoma, he did lead 26 laps. Unfortunately, he had that tire issue. Tire falls off. Four-week suspension. Everyone's pissed off at each other. And Kyle Larson's, it gets very, very sad. Well, now let's look at his practice speeds here at Road America. He is running in around the fifth position. You know what? I think he's going to be a good third or fourth pick here this weekend. And I don't think he's going to be running for the victory. I think he just needs 
needs a good, consistent race. He needs something to be a little bit more positive about here at these road courses because the finishes haven't been there, even though he's had really good equipment. I, I see him running around in the sixth or fifth position, but I don't see him running for the victory just by how much bad luck he's had. He doesn't have his full pit crew, his number one stars, including his crew chief, Cliff Daniels. He's still in the middle of a suspension, and that always affects the team. I think Kyle Larson, if it's a, if he gets a top five, it's going to be a really good run for him. And if for fantasy picks, if he can score you around 35-plus points, that's going to be a really good weekend for him. And I don't really see him anywhere higher on your fantasy rosters except third or fourth. That's what I see with Kyle Larson. Brad Keselowski in the number six. Oh boy, where, where do we throw the 2012 champion here in our fantasy rosters? Well, let's look at his past few finishes here at road courses this year. A 14th place finish at Circuit of the Americas, and then 10th place finish at Sonoma. It's like the only time he's gotten a top 10 at all this year, and it came at Sonoma, a track that no one considered uh, Roush, Fenway, Keselowski Racing to be running good at, but they were able to get both their cars up there. So things look pretty good for Brad Keselowski compared to the other racetracks. Is it still worth a fantasy spot at very, 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 very best? It is a garage pick for Brad Keselowski. Practice speed's around 19th. His average running position is mostly around in the 15th position, 15th to 20th. That's where I expect Brad Keselowski. If he stays out of trouble, maybe he can get 11th or 10th place finish. Maybe he's going to be staying out when everyone else goes down pit road so he can get some stage points. That could also happen here in this race. But at best, garage pick. I don't even know if it's worth a take a chance, but I don't want to put him as pump the brakes. I think this is a racetrack that he could do slightly better than the rest of the 2022 season. So we'll put him in the third spot. You're like garage pick at best when it comes to the number six machine. It's a gamble. Life's a gamble. The number seven of Corey LaJoy. How much time do I want to spend on Corey LaJoy? I think if there was a stinky pick, an absolute stinker, smelly pick, here for Road America, I think it would be the number seven of Corey LaJoy. His best finish at a road course in the last three to four years has been a 16th place finish at the Indianapolis road course race. And mostly due to the fact that everyone else wrecked out, I don't really expect anything to come out of Corey LaJoy. His fastest speeds here this weekend was 35th fastest, only beating Todd Gillen and Kyle Tilly in the number 78 machine. Yeah, don't go with Corey LaJoy here this weekend. Spire Motorsports at the most viable option they have here this year is that restrictor plate. So maybe next week he'll be considered a garage pick at best. But right now, no. Stay the hell away from Corey LaJoy when it comes to fantasy rosters this weekend. Oh, hell no. Oh, God, guys. Okay, it's it's cough drop time. Um, uh, today's cough drop is sponsored by... No, I'm just kidding. That would be a good marketing ploy. I purposely get sick because of a sponsorship that gave us an opportunity. Uh, but no, that's not happening. So let me put that one in real quick. Mmm. Mmm. Good cough drop. I won't tell you what the, what the company name is because they didn't pay me a cent for using it. But it's good cough drop. I'll tell you what. <laughs> All right. Next one is the number eight of Tyler Reddick. Tyler Reddick. Everyone's wondering when he's going to get his first win. It's about the same conversation we have every single time. But can he get a win here? in Road America. How does he look here in this race? Honestly, he looks pretty good. Um, Sonoma was a really bad race. There's no uh, ifs, ands, or buts about it. It was just a stinker for him. But when you look at the other road course finishes that he has had, Charlotte Roval, he finished second. Circuit of the Americas, he finished fifth. Road America last year, he finished eighth. Practice speed, second. 
Things look pretty good for him in this race. I don't think it's going to be victory worthy. So I don't think a number one or number two spot for the number eight of Tyler Reddick. But definitely going to be a top ten finish for him. And maybe an opportunity to save some of your drivers that you think are going to be running for the championship. I don't think Tyler Reddick is championship worthy. But he's definitely a front runner. I think here at Road America you could expect him to be running around the top ten. So I think... A good number three, number four pick here for this weekend. We'll see how he does on the pit strategies, whether he's going to stay out or come in. I don't know how he's going to do that, but maybe he's going to be looking more at points right now. We shall absolutely see. But I think he is worth a spot on fantasy rosters this weekend. Definitely a good number three, number four pick. And I think he fits in the top ten category. Next driver we have here is the number nine of Chase Elliott. Chase Elliott is always a viable option when it comes to a road course race. I don't think I need to explain too much. He's always led laps in almost every single road course event, except for the race that happened earlier this year at Circuit of the Americas. Believe it or not, he did not lead a single lap in that race, but he did finish fourth. Hey, He's going to be a front runner, number one, number two pick every single day when it comes to a road course race. I know they always make the joke about, oh, he does road courses the best, but that's all he's really good at is road courses. No, he's a really talented driver. It's just when it comes to the road courses, he's his head and shoulders above everybody else. His speeds in practice are a little bit concerning, but it's Chase Elliott. Chase Elliott just knows how to run these racetracks. He won here last year, so expect him to be running up front. I think it's always worth a fantasy pick spot. For that number nine of Chase Elliott when it comes to any type of road course race. Number 10 of Eric Amarola is next and his best finish at a road course race in the past few years was at Watkins Glen um, a couple races ago. He finished 12th in that race and honestly that's on the road course race where he does the best at and his finishes not that impressive average uh, position has been about uh, 17th in the last four races at Watkins Glen. Everywhere else He's running around between 15th to 25th. Just right around there. He's not running for the victory. He's not a front runner. And then I look at practice right now. 31st fastest at best. At absolute best. He's going to get a couple stage points because he's going to be staying out. Other than that, though, hit the brakes on the number 10 of Eric Amarola. He's not a viable option here in this race. Just in road courses in general. Eric Amarola is not a front runner in these races. He's just mostly there running around trying to get a top 20, that's a good race for him. If he finishes in the top 20, that's good. But when you want some top picks when it comes to fantasy rosters, yeah, hit the brakes on him. I don't think he's even worth a spot in your garage. <laughs> Number 11 of Denny Hamlin comes up, and the driver who either wins or finishes outside the top 20, there's no in-between when it comes to this driver. And I'll tell you one thing's for certain, he's not going to be winning this race. And the way the Toyotas looked in uh, the race that happened at Sonoma a couple weeks ago, it was atrocious. It was stinky. It, it made you feel horrible about yourself. You were just like, oh, God. Oh, that's an ass whooping right there. And you didn't even call for help or anything. Shame on you guys. You just let them die like that. Okay, now stop being overdramatic. But when it comes to Denny Hamlin in this race, I don't even th think he's a worth a garage pick. It's crazy to think that. I think that they're just trying to get their road course program put together, and it's just not there right now. I don't even think it's worth the chance. I don't think you want to sit here thinking, well, maybe they turn things around. Maybe they saw Sonoma and they're going to switch things around. It is way too damn risky. Risky if, if this far into the season to be taking chances like that when you know Denny Hamlin can run so much better at other races. Denny Hamlin, I think it's safe to say that we're going to hit the brakes on him this weekend, and it's best to look at other drivers outside of the Toyota camp. 
The number 12 of Ryan Blaney, however, does not fit in that category with Denny Hamlin as the 12 team has made some major improvements over in the last couple of weeks. I've always said that Ryan Blaney, he's going to be good in the first few races and then he's going to fall off and then the summer stretch is going to be near the end and he's going to pick right back up. It's a lot sooner than what I expected, and right now that number 12 team running really consistently around in the top 10. And when you look at past road course finishes, that's what he usually does. He runs around in the top 10, does have one victory in the inaugural race at the Charlotte Roval. Of course, other things happened in that race to give him the win, but he was there when it mattered the most. And Ryan Blaney, he's going to be running around in the top 10 once again. I don't think he's going to be running for the victory. We're looking at practice speeds, uh, 13th fastest in this uh, practice session. I, I don't think it's a phenomenal run, but I don't think it's a bad run at all. And the way his finishes have been, 6-6, six and six, yeah, I can see him finishing between 6th and 10th. And it's a good number 4, number 5 pick for fantasy rosters this week. And Ryan Blaney, he's in the top 10 as far as fantasy picks go. Next up is the number 14 of Chase Briscoe. Now, how do we feel about Chase Briscoe here in this number 14 machine? Do we feel confident that he's going to be finishing in the front? Do we feel confident that he could even run for the victory? Well, let's look at his past few finishes here at Road Courses, where, by the way, he's had some pretty decent runs. Sonoma was okay. It wasn't, he wasn't even a top 10 contender, but he was right there between 11th and 13th. You're like, okay, he's going to be in near the front rather than in the back, but it wasn't really something too impressive. That race at Circuit of the America, though, he did have a really good car. He just, I think, got way too excited in that race, and things just fell apart for him near the end. He finished 30th overall. It was like, ooh, Chase Briscoe, you got to keep it together. But Road America last year, he did finish 6th, and then you look at the practice speeds, fastest guy on the racetrack, the only person to hit the 108-mile mark in his practice speeds. Things are looking pretty good for Chase Briscoe. But I'm going to put him in the take a chance category or garage pick at best. Now, a lot of people might be outraged at this pick. They're just like, what are you thinking? The numbers clearly say he's going to be running up front. (laughs) He's just more of a riskier. Sorry, I don't mean to cough. Uh, He is more of a riskier pick for sure just because he can finish either in the top five or he can finish way in the back. There's no in-between for him. Even though he has really good cars, I think fifth pick, garage pick, you got to keep an eye on how he's running in the first two stages. If he is running near the front and he scores a good amount of stage points, which I don't know if he's going to be running for or not, then put him in there. But if he scores zero stage points, and if he's already driving a little erratically in, for, in stage one, stage two, maybe running off the racetrack here or there, making costly mistakes, then I don't know if it's worth a spot in your fantasy roster for that number 14 car. It's just too risky. But who knows? I I still think he's worth a spot in your fantasy rosters as a take a chance. I just don't know what you're going to get out of him. Maybe garage pick at best. I I think I'm going to feel confident in that. Garage pick at best for Chase Briscoe. But if he's running up front, I will not be surprised at all. Just please, Chase Briscoe, please have a really consistent race. And you will have yourself one hell of a weekend at Road America. It's a gamble. Life's a gamble. Joey Hand in the number 15 machine is here this weekend for Rick Rare Racing. And I bet a lot of people are like, oh, yeah, he stay the hell away from him. No, 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 absolutely not. Don't worry. I'm not going to say he's a fancy pick um, at, in this race. I think the team needs a lot more time to impress us. I'm just saying his practice speed was seventh fastest. And at Sedoma, he ran comfortably in the 20th position and was very consistent. 
I, I don't want to put him in the stay hell away, but I'm putting him in the hit the brakes or pump the brakes. Something to do with brakes. I'll still figure out that category here in the next coming weeks. But Joey Han has been pretty impressive in that number 15 car. I'm just saying keep an eye on him in this race and see how well he runs. I don't think he's worth a spot in fantasy rosters, but there could be a slight chance somewhere way off in the distance that he could potentially finish in the top 10 if things go in his direction. If he keeps having the same speed as he does in practice, if he does the right pit strategies, I don't think it's going to happen. I, I think at best he's going to get a top 15 finish, but keep an eye on that 15. If he gets a really good finish here in this race at Road America, I realized my voice was higher than a 13-year-old going through puberty, but <clears throat> where was I? Oh, yeah, the 15 car. <laughs> uh, hit the brakes on him, but keep an eye on him just to see how well he runs in this race. He might impress a few people. Ah, the most talked about road course racer in the Xfinity series, the number 16 of AJ Allmendinger. Everyone thinks that he is one of the best road course ringers out there. And in this race, is he considered a good driver to put on your fantasy rosters? People might be absolutely um, mad at this one, but I'm saying garage pick at best for AJ Allmendinger. Now, I know a lot of people are thinking, oh my gosh. Man, this, this sickness is hitting his brain. He's going absolutely crazy over there. Stop vanilla wafers. He's absolutely insane. But let me explain why. He has not finished in the top 15 at all in the last few road course races that we have had. Uh, let's dive into it. Sonoma, he finished 19th in that race. Wasn't even really much of a factor. He's led laps in every single road course race at Sonoma in the last few years, except this one. Huh. Very interesting. Uh, what about Circuit of the Americas? He was there running for the win, but then he gets taken out and he finishes 33rd. The Charlotte Roval, how did he do in that race? He finished 38th. I think it was due to mechanical problems. And he rode course. Yes, he did get the victory. There was a lot of stuff that happened in that race that we need to consider. I mean, let's be honest. There was a lot of things that went in his direction. And then Road America last year, he finished 29th. Now, most of those were definitely issues uh, with mechanical problems, <laughs> but... You don't want to take a driver who has been super risky the last few races, especially at road courses where you expect him to do great. He's a garage pick at best. If you got a few drivers in there that are a little risky, like let's say you already want to put Chase Briscoe in, Tyler Reddick in, which by the way I think are good options, but there is a chance that they could finish way outside if they get too excited, then I don't think you need to put AJ Allmendinger on your fantasy roster. I think it's going to bite you in the ass horribly. So... A.J. Allmendinger, great road course racer. I would not be surprised if he's running around in the top 10 having a really good race. But just because of his past finishes, he is a riskier driver. And I'd say at best, he's a garage pick right now. We got to see how he does in this race. It's a gamble. Life's a gamble. Wow, now I just got to sit here and truly think about what I just did. Brad Keselowski, Chase Briscoe, and A.J. Allmendinger are all in the garage pick at best. And they're all completely different drivers. I mean, Brad Keselowski's in there because I think at best he can be a garage pick. And then Chase Briscoe, as well as AJ Allmendinger, are there because of risky factors. But still, they're all in the same category. So I think people are going to look at that and they're like, this dude, what is he doing? You put Brad Keselowski and Chase Briscoe at the same spot? Absolutely crazy. But I, I'm not, I'm not going to switch those up because I, I've already recorded. It's there, on, it's there in everyone's ears. I, I can't take it back now. But 
there's different reasons why they're in this spot. So let me just clarify that. <laughs> Usually when you have to clarify something, you probably did something slightly wrong. It is what it is. But let's look at the next driver, Chris Buescher in the number 17. I'm going to put him higher than the other three drivers I just mentioned in the top 10. And I think this driver is going to be definitely one that's going to save a lot of fantasy rosters on picks that they've already used up quite a bit here in the 2022 season. Because Chris Buescher is not that risky of a pick to go with here this weekend. His speeds at road courses have been pretty impressive. Look at the Sonoma race. If they had a late race caution, he could have potentially beat Daniel Suarez on that restart. Now, not trying to take away from Daniel Suarez's win. That was absolutely impressive. But I'm saying he had a chance to be right there if things went in his direction. And he's sixth fastest in practice. I don't know if he's going to get the victory, but one thing that this team needs right now is as many top tens as possible to show that, hey, they're still a good team to be in the Cup Series. And Chris Busher's a very talented driver, may have not had the best equipment here in his Cup Series career, but right now I think he can impress a lot of people with a good finish near the front. It's not just restrictor plates that I'm seeing this number 17 car in fantasy rosters. I think we need to throw him in now in road courses. So Chris Busher is a top 10 pick for me here this weekend. I think he's worth a fourth or fifth pick for fantasy rosters and could impress a lot of people once again, similar to what he was able to do at Sonoma. The number of 18 to Kyle Busch is next up here on this list, and I'm not going to lie, guys. I think we got to hit the brakes on this one because Kyle Busch at that Toyota camp, like I said with Denny Hamlin, the Toyota camp is struggling tremendously when it comes to road courses. Haven't been a factor for a victory at all this year when it comes to road courses, and I think it's going to stay the same here, especially looking at his practice speeds. 22nd fastest. I, I know he's going to probably be making some adjustments there in that number 18 machine, but I don't really see anything spectacular coming with Kyle Busch here this weekend. I think it's best to save him for another race that we feel more confident in. Intermediate tracks are starting to figure things out. I think Kyle Busch going all the way into the summer stretch, into the playoffs, is going to be great for every single intermediate track. But road courses, too risky right now. Hit the brakes on him and regroup and think about another race coming in the next couple of weeks. He's going to do way better at those racetracks than he would here at Road America. Next up, we have the number 19 of Martin Trex Jr., and I think he's in the same exact spot. I think we're going to hit the brakes with him, similar to Kyle Busch, because Toyota's, um, there's there's one driver that I would might consider to be in the garage pick at best, but other than that, no. I, I, I just don't trust Toyota's right now when it comes to road courses, and Martin Trex Jr., yes, he did have a phenomenal race at Nashville. Turned a lot of people's heads. It was like, ooh, you get a contract extension, and things just completely turn around for you. Very, very nice, but other than that, no, I, it's it's too risky right now. Maybe at the Indianapolis Road Course or Watkins Glen, I could look at Martin Trex Jr. more favorably in fantasy rosters, but right now, hit the brakes on him, see how he does in this race, but if he's anywhere near Denny Hamlin and Kyle Busch near the back, then yeah, we're not going to use him for any other races that have right turns for the 2022 season. And the last driver here for the Joe Gibbs Racing Camp, we have the number 20 of Christopher Bell, and I think he's a garage pick at best. If you're going to go with any Toyota driver here this weekend, then go with Christopher Bell, but I'm not saying that he's going to be a front runner. That's not me saying that. I'm just saying he's going to be the front runner for the Toyota camp, and his speeds right now, they're, they're, they're 12th fastest in practice. Not too bad, but still not in a position that, oh yeah, he could win this race. His, his 
Finishes in 2021 were pretty impressive when it came to road courses. I mean, he won the Daytona Road Course. He finished second at Road America. He finished eighth in the Charlotte Roval. Circuit of the Americas this year, he finished third. Sonoma, 27th. But then again, Sonoma's not a good running track for him. But the Toyotas have struggled this year. I want to keep saying that over and over because I want to put that in your head. That the reason why I'm not going with these guys is because they're struggling bad right now. And so if Christopher Bell, at best, he's a garage pick, maybe even a number five pick, but don't expect him running near the front. I expect him at best running around the top 10. It's a gamble. Life's a gamble. Harrison Burton in the number 21 comes up next, and yeah, we're we're going to stay away from him. He hasn't had really the greatest of cars when it comes to road course races in the Xfinity Series. He had a few top five finishes here and there, including one at Road America, but he's still a rookie, still trying to figure things out. Expect maybe at best a top 20 finish, but for Harrison Burton, we're not hitting the brakes on him. We're just staying away from him here this weekend. Oh, hell no! Next up is the 2018 champion of Joey Logano, and Joey Logano is going to fit in the category similar to Martin Trex Jr. and Kyle Busch. We're hitting the brakes on him as well. His average finish at road courses lately have been around in the 17th position. He's had some good finishes here and there. If you're going to pick him for any road course race, it's going to be the Charlotte Roval. I don't think any other uh, road course he's a viable option. There's a lot better racetracks for him. Practice speeds around 23rd. Yeah, hit the brakes with Joey Logano. I, I don't think Road America is going to be a phenomenal race for him. <laughs> ah, Bubba Wallace is up. The driver who has had some really good cars in the last few weeks, but his pit crew hates him so much and gives him the royal screw down every single weekend and new and incredible ways that just seems to outperform each other every single week. It's unbelievable what they're able to do there on pit road. It's just fascinating just how bad... They can be on pit road. If Bubba Wallace, we're staying away from him in this race. He's not a road course racer. Best finish, 14th or 13th, excuse me, and that was the Indianapolis road course. Again, we can go back to past people where we've said, yeah, they had a good finish at the Indy road course last year, but that's because a lot of people wrecked down that race. And Bubba Wallace, he's not a viable option here at Road America. Uh, hopefully his pit crew can get a little bit of practice here this weekend. Oh, yeah, and I remind, that reminds me. They're going on the opposite side. This is not the normal side that they're usually going on because pit road faces the other direction. Ooh, best of luck, Bubba Wallace. It's going to be another tough weekend for you. Oh, hell no. Hey, my driver's up. The number 24 of William Byron. How confident do I feel with him this weekend since I'm a huge fan of the 24 team? Not that confident. I'm not going to lie. I, I Maybe a garage pick at best, but I don't even think he's worth a garage pick right now. His finishes has been atrocious. The only top 10 he has probably experienced here in the last six races was at Sonoma, which was a ninth place finish. Other than that, though, I haven't seen anything impressive out of the 24 camp. Maybe they're just getting ready for the playoffs. I mean, it would make sense. They got two victories. There's no way they're going to get eliminated. They got a lot of playoff points already. I think they got 13, so they're already tied for first right now. Uh, but other than that, no. Road America, there's uh, other Henrik cars that you will go with instead. And I think the 24 car, we're, let's hit the brakes with him. If you want to use him as a garage pick, that's fine. But I'm going to be honest with you. Things are not really impressing me with him. Maybe next week you want to consider him. But here in this race, no. Hit the brakes with the number 24 car. <laughs> Sweet Lord above, my mother Maria in heaven, we have an open charter car. 
the number 27 of Loris Hezelmans. I think I just butchered his last name. I am so sorry if you guys are listening to this. If you're a 27 fan and I just butchered your driver's name, I really do apologize. But Loris um, has not had much experience here in NASCAR as a whole. Uh, we're staying away from the number 27 camp this weekend. I mean, it's great to see an open charter car finally on the entry list. His practice speeds are around 30th. Circuit of the Americas, he finished 34th. Road America, he did finish 22nd last year or a couple years ago whenever he ran this race, but it was in the Xfinity Series. Yeah, stay away from the 27. Be happy that he's here at the racetrack, but you're not putting him in your fantasy roster. Oh, hell no! Justin Haley is up next in the number 31 car, and he's in the hit the brakes category as well, but, but I do want to talk about him real quick. Keep an eye on him in this race because they are making improvements slowly but surely in that number 31 car. At Circuit of the Americas, he finished 15th. Sonoma, he finished 12th. Finishes at intermediate tracks, he's been slowly but surely finishing more closer to the top 10 rather than the top 20. I think that number 16 camp is really helping out Justin Haley because you've had A.J. Allmendinger, who's great at road courses. It's starting to um, help out Justin Haley. You can see it in his results. Daniel Hemrick, as well as Noah Gregson, have probably been a good factor in that number 16 car, helping him out at intermediate tracks. Having this two-car team, I was really questioning it at first, but you can see it is slightly helping out Justin Haley. He's not not quite there as far as fantasy value goes, but he's making steps in the right direction. So he's hit the brakes right now, but keep an eye on the future. He might slowly but surely be blending into the garage pick at best or even in the top 10. Now we come to the team and the driver who have been impressing a lot of people with their consistency, and that's the number 34 of Michael McDowell. Michael McDowell I think he can finish in the top 10 in this race. I don't think he's just a garage pick at best. He is worth a spot in your fantasy roster between 4th and the 5th pick. He has been running really well and super, super impressive. you got to give a lot of credit to this team for how much they've been improving. They had that Daytona 500 win last year. A lot of people thought it was a fluke, which it might have been in some sense. But this year, more top 10s than ever before for Michael McDowell. Just Hands down, just very impressive, and his speeds have been really good. Sonoma, he finished third. Circuit of the Americas, he finished 13th. Practice speeds, he is at eighth fastest. I mean, Michael McDowell is on a hot streak, and he's worth spot in fantasy rosters and could give you a break for some other drivers who you've used a lot and could still give you the same amount of points. Michael McDowell, he's in the top 10 for me, and I think he's a great option here at Road America. Can't quite say the same thing for Todd Gillen right now. Yes, his finishes have been a little bit better for sure, but he's not worth a fancy spot yet at this time. But when that 38 team starts to make improvements similar to Michael McDowell and Todd Gillen still in the car, you got to watch out for him when it comes to road courses. Keep an eye on him this weekend, but you're going to hit the brakes or even maybe even stay away from... Nah, let's hit the brakes. Let's not be too mean on the 38 car. Yes, his practice speeds were really atrocious. He was 36 fastest, which is not going to turn anyone's head except for all the negative uh, reasons. I think right now we're going to hit the brakes on him, but I'm telling you, when Front Row Motorsports starts figuring out with both the number 34 car and the number 38 car, I think Todd Gillen is going to be a force to be reckoned with when it comes to road courses. Because remember in the truck series, he won at Circuit of the Americas. He finished fourth at Watkins Glen. He finished fourth in Daytona Road Course. Granted, the competition is a lot more scarce compared to the Cup Series. But still, he is a good road course racer just right now. Not worth a fantasy pick for your fantasy rosters. 
Next driver we have up is the number 41 at Cole Custer, and his practice speed was fairly decent, 11th fastest, but don't believe it, guys. It's a mirage. It's an illusion. It doesn't exist. His best finish here lately at road courses has been a 17th place, and it was at Road America. Other than that, his average finish is around 21st, which is usually at every single racetrack. He's not worth a pick. Just stay away from the number 41 car. He hasn't even earned your trust to be put in as even a garage pick. I don't know what's going on with the 41 car, but it's been terrible the last couple of years. Cole Custer, nope. We're staying away from him in fantasy rosters. Oh, hell no! Ty Dillon in the number 42 car. Hey, practice speeds were pretty good. Ninth fastest. But this is also a mirage. You're in the middle of the desert right now. You are seeing a bunch of things. Illusion. This is just a way of fantasy with these two drivers. Cole Custer and Ty Dillon have not had good finishes when it comes to these racetracks. In fact, Ty Dillon's finishes have been worse than Cole Custer. His best finish is a 15th at the Charlotte Roval a couple years back. His average running position is around 26. You're not going to be putting Ty Dillon in your fantasy rosters, even though his practice speeds have been really good. Stay away from the number 42 car as well. Oh, hell no! Oh, hey guys, it looks like qualifying just got wrapped up. I'll do that quick um, announcement here real quickly as we got Chase Elliott, Chase Briscoe, Kyle Larson, Tyler Reddick, Austin Sidrick rounding out the top five in qualifying speeds, then Michael McDowell, Chris Buescher, Alex Bowman, Joey Han, and the 41 of Cole Custer rounding out the top 10. Joey Han made it into the top 10 in qualifying. How impressive is that? And Cole Custer, this mirage is starting to get really strong for us. But just wanted to share that with you guys real quickly. It looks like right now, as far as the fantasy picks go, it looks like things have been working out fairly decently with what I was thinking was going to happen here this weekend so far. Of course, only it's practice and qualifying. But let's move on to the next driver, the number 43 of Eric Jones. Eric Jones is actually the opposite of Ty Dillon and Cole Custer, where he's had good finishes in the past. But man, his practice speeds and qualifying have been bad this weekend. And I mean, they have been around like 30th position. It has not been good for the number 43 team so far. And I think when you're having qualifying and practice speeds like that, I think you need to hit the brakes or at the or even stay away from the number 43 car. I think we got to stay away from him. I, I think his best finish here this weekend is going to be around the 25th position. And that is not even worth considering on your fantasy roster. So Eric Jones, even though he's been better than the last few drivers we've mentioned, right now, we got to stay away from him this weekend. Oh, hell no. Wow, past the 40-minute mark. Hell yeah, this has actually been a lot of fun. I've been enjoying this. Hopefully you guys are too, but the next pick we have here is the number 45 of Kurt Busch. He is going to be in the same spot as Denny Hamlin, Martin Trex Jr., and Kyle Busch. I think we're hitting the brakes on him this weekend. I don't think it's going to be a good run for him. Similar to what I said in the last few um, drivers in the Toyota camp, they're just not there when it comes to speed at the road courses, and Kurt Busch uh, makes no exception here. Even though he's a little bit better than those other drivers per se when it comes to road courses, it's just... Just, there's too much going against him right now. 22nd in qualifying speed, and I think in practice it was even worse. Yeah, it was. He was 34th fastest. We're hitting the brakes on the number 45, Kurt Busch, but he's not going to be far off for long, as I'm pretty sure the next few races he's going to be a good viable option. It's just Road America. Nope. You, you got to hit the brakes on him. Next up, we have the number 47 of Ricky Stenhouse Jr., a driver who had a lot of hype going in his direction when he got those multiple top 10s in a row. Well, that ship has long sailed, and when it comes to road courses the last four or five years, he has never even finished in the top 10. I don't think he's worth mentioning here as far as fantasy picks go. He has been qualifying and practicing around the 30th position. We're staying away from that number 47 car. Not a viable option for fantasy rosters here this weekend at Road America. Oh, hell no! 
Alex Bowman in the number 48 car comes up next, and Alex Bowman is actually a fairly decent road course racer. I wouldn't say he's the best one on his team. I mean, definitely Kyle Larson and Chase Elliott are a lot better, but I think he's going to do better than William Byron, per se, in this race, and I think he can actually finish in the top 10. I mean, his finishes at road courses have been pretty decent, and Sonoma was a little bit of a letdown. He did finish 16th, but the Sonoma race before that, he finished 9th. Circuit of the Americas, he finished 2nd, almost won that race, and then finished 8th in the inaugural race at Circuit of the Americas. Charlotte Roval, he's never finished outside the top 10 in that race. He's a good road course racer, and right now in his practice speeds as well as his qualifying speeds, qualifying he was he qualified eighth practice speeds he was around 15th it looks really good for the uh, number 48 team and I think he is worth a fantasy pick in the fourth or fifth position as well and I think he's gonna have himself a pretty decent race here this weekend at Road America and he's gonna finish in the top 10. Cody Ware is the next one up, and even though maybe his finishes are a little bit better when it comes to road courses compared to intermediate tracks, still not a viable option right now. We're staying away from the number 51 team. His practice speed kind of intrigued me. I mean, he did uh, uh, practice in the 14th position, and then reality kind of set in, and he qualified 31st. So, yeah, we're not going to be seeing the number 51 car run up front here in this race or even be worth a spot in your fantasy rosters. We're staying away from the number 51 car here this weekend. Oh, hell no! Oh, next up we got the number 77 of Josh Balicki and... Smelly, smelly vibes coming from this direction. Best finish of 18th uh, Indy Road Course when everyone else wrecked and he was able to stay out. Average running positions around 29th when it comes to road course races. Yeah, stay away. It is too smelly over here. You, you, you might pass out from the stinkiness of the results that we've seen here with the number 77 car. He's, he's not worth a spot in a uh, fantasy roster. Stay away from the number 77. Oh, hell no. Kyle Tilly in the number 78 comes up, and you know, as I was joking, that the number 41 and 42 teams were mirages. You're seeing water in the distance of the desert, you, but I'm telling you, stay away from those because those are mirages. This one, you're seeing a rattlesnake uh, slithering up to you. That is not a mirage. That is reality. Run the other direction. 37th fastest in practice, 37th fastest in qualifying. Stay away from the number 78 team. Their goal is to get a top 30 in this race, and I don't even think they're going to be able to do that here this weekend oh hell no all right guys we're on the last pick and i'm a little bit happy about this one because i'm starting to feel like crap again and i might go lie down right after this but we got the number 99 and daniel suarez daniel suarez is he a top pick here this weekend i don't think he is the top pick to go with i think there's other drivers who have a shot to win this race more than him but definitely a top 10 pick for sure i think when it comes to track house racing road courses is where they're going to be head and shoulders um when it comes to the 2022 season even though it's been a great season so far for them uh, but I think Ross Chastain is going to be the one leading the charge here this weekend with Daniel Suarez running around in the top 10. I think he's going to have a top 10 run. He's a good number three, number four pick here this weekend for fantasy rosters. I think it's going to be a good time for Daniel Suarez. I just don't think he's going to be running for the victory. That's my personal opinion, but don't shy away from Daniel Suarez here in fantasy rosters. He's still going to do really good here this weekend. And that is every single driver competing here in the race at Road America, the Quick Trip 250. <music> and 
And that concludes our fancy picks here for this weekend, guys. Thank you so much for listening. That was a lot of fun. I hope you guys enjoyed that. If you guys um, want to let me know how you personally feel about that, either on any of my social media pages like Twitter at TylerV33, TikTok at VanillaWafers44, or on YouTube at VanillaWafers, let me know if you like this style. I really do want to know how you guys feel about it because it gives it an opportunity for us to mention every single driver, kind of give us an idea on what I think the entire field is going to do in this race so uh, if you guys like this style it is a little bit longer but i still think it was really good i really did enjoy this even though my voice is probably giving out on you guys uh, <laughs> i i still thought it was a lot of fun gave a lot of insight but uh thank you so much for listening uh, make sure to follow us um on all those social medias i just mentioned or join our fancy roster at nascar field fillers at fancygames.nascar.com it's a lot of fun if you finish in the top three i'll give you a mention on tiktok which a lot of people really do enjoy they like seeing their names on there because i keep seeing our fantasy roster expanding more and more and more every single week so thank you guys so much for that and let's do the outro and let's hope that my voice does not give out midway through it thank you so much for listening to the best and trying out all the rest i have been able to fill up the last few remaining minutes of your time so i'm gonna take the car and pull it right on into pit road collect my last place winnings and i am out so you all take care this has been the field filler podcast